Hey, welcome back to the Christopher Governator Show. And tonight we'll be listening to the rest of the MAGA Republicans exposed on <coughs> Ham, Midas Touch. Trump's deranged rally. Trump orders, uh, Trump judge orders special master. Biden and Dems fight for workers and more. Okay, this was published in, in two days ago. So let's go. We're in the, the 22 minute mark. And that to me is so dangerous because you should not be, you shouldn't try to be gaining the trust of anybody. You shouldn't be trying to gain the trust of Republicans or Democrats. You should be trying to gain the trust of what is the truth. I am going to put my barometer towards the truth, and that's what I will deliver for the people. But instead, it was, how can we provide more balance in this? How can we help you guys out? They're never going to get these Republicans on their side, but what they're doing now is they are trying to position themselves in the middle more. And the problem is, when the middle is the middle between democracy and fascism, you are then shifting to the right towards fascism and authoritarianism. And that's the danger that we find ourselves in now. So now you start to see the criticism like a President Biden speech, going after the minutia of the speech, the little teeny details around the speech, and not actually speaking about the true threat of democracy that he was railing against, and instead calling his speech divisive. When, like we said, Donald Trump, the next day, two days later, proved the thesis of President Biden's speech. You have these reporters on Twitter bringing up old stories about Hunter Biden, just like randomly bringing up old stories about Hunter Biden, just the weird impulse. speech and he basically said as much he, he basically gave away the game during the speech actually he said you know what as news anchors we are not inclined to take sides so to speak but we have to acknowledge that donald trump is a demagogue and he is giving the speech of a demagogue and he is speaking like a demagogue and acting like a demagogue and it's our responsibility as media no, more like a that we fucking Nazi. Like we're being That's biased exactly to call him out we have to call him out as media that's what's so important that day, he announces like an hour or two after making that statement that he's no longer with CNN. Now, John Harwood had another two years left on a CNN contract, so one could deduce that John Harwood was fired for making those pro-democracy statements. And then you start seeing these other articles on the CNN website about wokeness, why wokeness comes to Middle Earth, why some say diverse casting ruins the new Lord of the Rings series. And this is a just bizarre like title. Bizarre title. And this is just like the cherry on top of the fascist CNN Sunday here. What you got is an article that's basically just replaced the word wokeness with diverse casting. Or replace the word wokeness. You don't have to, Brett. Here's, here's the thing about the title. You don't have to replace it because it literally <laughs> says it. Normally, wokeness is code. But in this one, it goes, so right. it when wokeness comes to Middle Earth, why some say diverse casting ruins the new Lord of the Ring series. Now, this type of journalist where it goes, why some say, I mean, whoever is saying, lose your credentials, whoever is saying that diverse casting ruins a made-up fantasy world. The, the, the made-up fantasy Middle Earth is uh, is, is all white, necessarily. I mean, who, who are the people saying, you don't know the authenticity of Middle Earth, all white people? How dare you tell you? you? You are hurting the integrity of, of Middle Earth's whiteness. Who, who are these people? Let me tell you who. Because CNN based this entire story around somebody named Brandon Morse. It's the first per, first name, it's the first words used in the article. Brandon Morse. Who is Brandon Morse, who is the person who is saying that this is a problem? Brandon Morse is the deputy managing editor of RedState.com and the host of Red State Live. They are a far-right MAGA Republican website. That is who Some Say is. And here's the problem with Some Say journalism. You could 
some say anything. Like you could make whatever your agenda is, you could say some say cigarettes are healthy for human beings. And then you find a bunch of Twitter threads of people saying, yeah, I think, you know, the benefits surely outweigh the whatever. And you can make a story about that. You can make a some say story about anything you want. And I think it's the worst form of journalism in general that's out there. And this now to push this far right, anti-diverse, anti Oh God, I don't even know what the, it's just bizarre. It's just bizarre for them to even publish this piece. Some say Ben is the favorite brother. <laughs> but, but Jory, to go and, again, spread this silly wokeness thing on a platform like that, frankly, just demeans the intellect of the platform. You know, it's interesting. I saw a Twitter thread, and what the Twitter thread was saying was Chris Licht was making this decision because there's a concept in the media known as CPMs, or cost per millis. And when it comes to news, the 18 to 49 demographic doesn't apply, because most consumers of news are more in a demographic of about 45 and older. And so Chris Licks is trying to copy a Fox model, which finds that they were able to attract older individuals um, and thus bring up their cost per million, the cost they charge to advertisers, cost per million, millions a thousand, the amount of dollars per 1,000 viewers that you charge to advertisers who advertise on your network so that somehow by appealing to radical right individuals, it would increase your CPM. And immediately when I saw that Twitter thread, Brett, I said, I thought it was an interesting Twitter thing, but the thesis is completely wrong and it's completely contradicted by our audience here on Midas Touch. We have a very diverse audience and an audience of all ages, but I find that our audience actually is the, you know, a significant portion actually tends to be 45 years and older. Yeah, that audience is and trying to reach by their hard drive shift. And what people like about the Midas Touch Network is simply that we're not both sizing the issues, that we're detailed oriented, um, that we're well researched, um, that we bring on guests and we challenge guests where and when appropriate. We don't give uh, a microphone to fascists. And I actually find that that the individuals who are in the demographic that they purport CNN are trying to find, that they're coming to Midas Touch simply because we're speaking the truth unapologetically. And when people aren't fighting for the truth and you go and you see this ping pong journalism of here's one side, here's the other side, it is very frustrating to watch that experience where the other side of fascism just goes unchallenged and it's in these soundbite forms which is what we've combated here so so i think that cnn is going to try to copy fox is the wrong message did you see trump's statement though too one of trump's social posts is saying cnn let's partner together let's work together yeah he says he says fox is looking like they're little too pro-democrat which he's just saying that to build he's, he doesn't need that what he's trying to do there is to bait cnn to try to do what they're doing anyway and to try to let fox know i'm going to partner with these people but when you're cnn when, when trump is saying i want to partner with you in a post on his failing social media company that's not good company to be in i won't read the whole thing but basically he says if CNN ever went conservative, they would be an absolute goldmine, and I would help them do so. Yep. I, I still like this whole pretending that they're conservative. Like, name me one c- piece of conservative ideology from that Donald Trump speech. You cannot. And that's what saying, Brett, just to peel it back to frame it appropriately, what you're saying is these radical extreme Republicans who try to hold a conservative mantle, yes. there's no conservativism built into that. No. And so stop calling it conservative. Yes, but Donald Trump still and his ilk sometimes still sometimes they just admit it and go, oh, they're not we're not conservative, we're MAGA. But sometimes they still try to be like, oh, we're the real conservatives, and you're like, are you? Let me hear one conservative plank from that Donald Trump speech. Give me one. Listen to the entire speech. Did he, did he talk about lowering taxes at all throughout the speech? I didn't hear that. Did he talk about I don't know conservative idea of healthcare plan? I didn't hear any of that. Yeah, I just he calls it, 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 this is what they consider conservative. They called COVID uh, China dust. He called the FBI monsters and vicious people. 
he said that the red light, which their color is red, is the colors of the devil. They called for the imprisonment of Hillary Clinton for uh, something that was a million times less severe than Donald Trump's thing and acted like she wasn't investigated, which she was, turned over all of the records, didn't lie or obstruct in any way. He begged a prosecutor, John Durham, who's lost his only case that he brought against Michael Sussman, claiming that Sussman lied to the FBI for informing them about Trump's connections to Russia, which was real, and led to the indictment and prosecution and guilty prosecution of Manafort. John Durham lost that case in the most embarrassing fashion, begged Durham to do political trials against Democrats, claimed the 2020 election was rigged, said that windmills are pets are bird cemeteries and then just randomly said the word china in that weird way that he likes to say it he called joe manchin a dog he said that president obiden is not as handsome as he claims to be he had the crap president yeah. he said that president xi and Putin were fierce and smart and ruled with an iron fist and the crowd gave a standing ovation for it he condemned pennsylvania he said that Fetterman is a trust. Yeah, yeah. He said that Phil. He said he, he said their largest city. He said Philadelphia, <laughs> and and blamed Pennsylvania for the vote, which is a racist dog whistle. Yeah. He said that the biggest danger is our people in America. So I just he, also said, he also said with unsubstantiated claims that Fetterman uses drugs. So when we say, again, this is the detail that the mainstream media doesn't present, Brett. Your point is, these people claim they're conservative. Then yeah. we break down, here is actually everything that they stand for, and this is their leader. Exactly. And I think, you know, what it comes down to when we're speaking about everything is Trump spouting, and when we speak about how it's being covered by, you know, CNN and, and these corporate entities right now, I think it comes down to the phrase, money corrupts. And I don't think money necessarily always corrupts, but I think in this scenario, it, it certainly does, because you have these billionaire investors, these billionaires, who are able to then dictate the conversation to help themselves, ultimately, to try to shift the media in a direction where it will benefit their bottom line. Because at the end of the day, I don't even think they care about right versus left. Like I don't, I don't even think they care. I think at the end of the day, they're just like, what's going to make me the most money? That's why I feel. That's why I feel so betrayed by what CNN has been has been doing, and and and, and the direction that they're going. I don't feel betrayed because I don't feel. I never felt like they're on my team. Like I don't feel like right. Well, that's not what I'm trying to say. I'm not trying to say like, oh, they're on my side. I just like to use them as a reputable news source that would. But you know, I remember, and this is a story for our Midas Touch, you know, viewers and listeners, people who may be new with us, people who may be with us since the beginning. But there was a time in the beginning of Midas Touch when our videos were starting to take off. And, you know, we had big dollar donors approach us. And, you know, big dollar donors are, are an important part of politics at this point, unfortunately. Um, we take a meeting with somebody, and they offered us a, a good deal of money like a, a, a very sizable amount of money to do stuff with Midas Touch, which we could use to do TV ads and we could use to put up billboards and stuff, but it came with a condition. And the condition was, listen, I'll give you this money, but you guys cannot call these Republicans fascist. That's, uh, you, you, you gotta stop, you gotta tone down that rhetoric. And we turned that down without hesitation. We turned it like immediately. We were like, ah, no, abs absolutely not. Like it was kind of at that point we knew that this had to be a people-powered movement. And that's why it's been such a pleasure to build this with everybody. And that's why we're able to say the things that we're able to say and be just so uninhibited and actually just tell the truth because we're not corrupted by forces like that. And if that came to us that early on, oh man, I, I can only imagine what's happening in these big giant corporate entities at a much larger scale of people who definitely need and want to take the money and willingly do it and take those concessions. You know, it happens every single day. And speaking of which, that's why you need to support independent media. The way you <laughs> yeah. can support Midas Touch is a fewfold. One, by hitting the subscribe button right now. If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the Midas Touch podcast wherever you get your audio podcast as well. After this podcast is over, it will literally take you two minutes to do. Probably less, maybe ten seconds. Just go and subscribe there. Leave a five-star review. That may take you actually two minutes to five minutes, but that will go a long way to help the show. If you're watching this on YouTube too, you'll see the super chat feature. 
That's the way you can contribute to support independent media. No pressure to do it one way or the other, but if you're so inclined, we're not funded by billionaires or decamillionaires. We're just three brothers who have bootstrapped this operation ourselves. And make sure you go to store.midastouch.com as well. Store.midastouch.com, the home of all the top pro-democracy gear. We've got Rovember shirts. We got Row, 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 your vote shirts. We got Convict and Convict 45. You can say. Ways shirts unapologetically pro. So, yeah, let's see. Um, whoa, whoa, <laughs> occupied Democrat midweek legal bombshells. That sounds great. Throughout the 
law community said, what the hell is this motion even asking for? This judge doesn't have jurisdiction. Trump doesn't have standing because the documents at issue, which were obtained during the validly executed search warrant on August 8th, they belong to the government. And any other potential documents that were obtained, they were related to the fruits of a crime. This is just warrants 101. It's crim law 101. It's not controversial topics, but the judge issued... that ruling, I think it was August 27th, before the government was even served, before the DOJ even was formally served, she goes, you know what? I don't even need to hear from you. I'm inclined to grant a special master. And legal observers were like, what? You haven't heard their argument. They weren't even served yet. Nonetheless, the DOJ responded because... Department of Justice and Jade Blatt, the top uh, the top uh, counterintelligence official who's representing the DOJ, uh, basically said, "This is our national security. We have to pursue our criminal investigation. You can't interfere with it. You don't have jurisdiction. These documents don't belong to Trump. This is criminal law 101 and national security law, and you are going to imperil." our national security and our ability to investigate. We ha- we did our legal AF uh, roundup over the weekend where we said, look, it doesn't look good, but we'll have to wait for the written order. You said, Popak, wait for the written order. And we should. We shouldn't just prejudge, but the written order was worse than I could have even imagined. And you have a judge that clearly didn't understand the law. She claimed that the bases of her exercising this extraordinary equitable jurisdiction. In other words, I don't She didn't make that finding. But then on every other element, it was like, will this cause harm to the individual? And she's like, well, because he's a president, former president, it will cause irreparable harm to his reputation. And then the other factors were like, um, does the individual who's seeking to get these documents back or have a special master, do they have like a, a specific need or like a, a sufficient need for the documents back? Will they be harmed by not having the documents back? That factor, Popak, is like saying would the drug lord want his drugs back? Yeah, he'd like his drugs back. she analyzed that and said that not only should there be a special master as she analyzed you know the factors not only should she get jurisdiction not only should there be a special master but she enjoined she issued an injunction stopping <laughs> the department of justice from pursuing a criminal investigation that utilizes the records technically they could still investigate not using the records but they got. They need the records. Of course, they're going to need to utilize it. So, for all purposes, it kind of shuts down a major path of the criminal investigation. I mean, sure, they could technically go and indict right now in um, Washington D.C., but they want to be diligent. They want to find out the extent and nature. As we learn things like um, these documents included the nuclear secrets of foreign adversaries, as Washington Post reported, and this judge basically shut that down. No, foreign allies. The foreign allies. It, it, it's worse. It's our. It's our. Fr- because, as you know, I practiced in Florida for twenty years. Here's what I've determined. First, she's created...
president's reputation might be hurt by a criminal investigation into his misconduct. That's not a doctrine. Of course, Trump's quote-unquote reputation is in tatters by his own conduct. That's not a basis to a, to appoint a special master. We'll talk about that problem. I learned quite a few things about Judge Cannon, some of which we've already spoken about, some of which I'll mention here on the podcast that I think is relevant. First of all, she's a 12... I'm picking... Picking on the number It's the only one you want you might lose it if you feel better when you get home. Break it down, lose a number. It's the only one you want. You might lose it if use it if you feel better when you get home. How did he get that money? Why the, yeah, why the fuck isn't anyone looking into that? I find that outrageous. How did he get fucking two billion dollars? How did Jared Kushner... So right now I'm, I'm editing. I'm just looking into how Jared Kushner and YouTube from Saudis. How did Jared get two billion fucking dollars? be in the White House, remember? Trump hater galore, huh? Trump haters galore. The White House. Can't lose it you feel better when you get home. Ricky don't lose the number. It's the only one you want. You might use it if you feel better. 
be qualified to be a judge. As you and I both know, it takes years of experience, especially when you're doing high-wire, high-wire act brain surgery, like a federal judge every day. That's one. Two, she went to, and you'll learn from me, that high schools are really important in Florida, and where you went to high school is really important. It's part of a network of relationships that develops in Florida, uh, especially in Miami in particular. She went to a very well-known, very good uh, parochial school you know, that I know well. It was blocks from where I, where I worked, called Ransom Everglades. She was a top student. She went to Duke University undergrad. It was sort of a feeder program from her parochial school to Duke, and she... She was known as a quiet and industrious student. Um, nothing objectionable in her uh, background so far. She went uh, and worked on the prosecutor side of, of the equation, of the V, and did, you know, nothing earth-shattering, nothing news-breaking, but did her job. And then, um, somewhere along the way, registered as a Republican. This is where things go a little bit awry, became a federalist, probably in law school. And then gets appointed through... Um, Marco Rubio uh, to be a federal judge. She's the youngest and most least senior judge in all the Southern District of Florida. She's so least senior that she doesn't even operate out of one of the two major courthouses. There's three major courthouses in South Florida, West Palm Beach, Fort Lauderdale, and Miami. She's not in any of those. She's in Fort Pierce, which is the north Only Trump could avoid jail just because there's too much evidence. Oh my God, that's Jimmy Fallon.
So I'm doing a little, uh, doing a little editing right now. It's uh, it's it's centering me. So I went back and I changed some stuff. Yeah. Trump ain't a stable genius, he's a criminal genius because his mentor was Roy Cohen, an attorney for the mob. So when Michael Cohen says that Trump is a mob boss, that is exactly what he is. He's a mobster. Can somebody please explain to me how it is that a Trump-appointed judge is allowed to preside over a case involving his criminal behavior on a national scale, the likes of which we have never seen? Mr. Assface Nazi Dump Trump railing against lawlessness is very hilarious indeed, LOL especially since he's considered the worst criminal in human history. All the mental health professionals are warning us because it's their duty to warn us. Mr. Assface Nazi Dump Trump is a very dangerous and psychotic individual, and he must be put behind bars immediately, if not a year and a half ago. How many top secret documents and empty top secret folders do you morons out there think he needs to steal before you would lock up your dear leader? Sorry, not sorry, but Mr. Fuckface Nazi Ass Dump is going to prison. I, for one, will never stop until he's safely behind bars. Only then will we all be able to breathe a sigh of freaking relief. But our number one priority as a nation right now must be to make sure all these GOP traders are disqualified from public office, including these midterms coming up in a few months. Call your Congress representatives 202-224-3121 and demand them pass HR 25 and bar them all from holding public office. Oh, and don't forget to charge them with treason, terrorism, insurrection, sedition, and election fraud. Thanks, January 6th committee. Time to lock up Trump and all the GOP traitors and expel them all from Congress and bar them from ever holding public office ever again. Thank you, Biden. Let's talk about this. Why the hell are these not GOP traitors still walking around free? Why are all these GOP traitors who helped Nazi Trump orchestrate a terrorist attack on our Congress, why are these GOP traitors still in office? What the feck is wrong with our Justice Department and January 6th committee? Yeah, that was a funny joke. You guys still there? Oh, hello, darlings. Yeah, shout out to my student friends at the University of Aridstona here in Two Stone and KPYT Pasquayaki Tribal Radio on the res with Trista Show. And we are enjoying some um, politics, basically. Politics. AF, AF. Trump family a-holes. Look at these assholes. Trump family edition. <laughs> that sounds great. Daily Show, Trevor Noah. Sounds freaking great. Times as person of the year. 
She's been known to chastise world leaders for not doing enough. Trump responded to a tweet he was just jealous. by saying, quote, so ridiculous. Greta must work on her anger management problem. Then go to a good old-fashioned movie with a friend. Chill, Greta, chill. Come on, man. Connection to the server time now, eh? Yeah, you heard that right. 
the president had to pay $2 million because he stole money from his own charity. Yeah. He used charity money to make political donations, settle lawsuits involving his businesses, and he even bought a painting of himself to hang at his own resort. Yeah. Like, if Trump weren't rich, he'd be one of those people who pretend that they're dying just to start a GoFundMe. You know? He'd be like, hey guys, the doctor says I've got Ebola berculitis in my Lorax. And the only thing that can make me better is to own a giant picture of my own dumb thing. Now, as you heard, Trump doesn't just have to pay $2 million. The court also ordered his three older kids to attend a training session on how to not steal from a charity. Yeah, and you might be wondering what that training would even look like, but wonder no more, because we got our hands on the video. And now, the New York State Guide to Avoiding Charity Abuse. Don't steal from charity, asshole. This has been the New York State Guide to Avoiding Charity Abuse. Show informative. <laughs> Trump granted halt stolen docs investigations in the UK gets new PM. Trabanella. The Daily Show.
investigation into those classified documents found in Mar-a-Lago is temporarily on hold. As a result of this 24-page order, where a Florida federal judge granted former President Trump's request that authorizes the appointment of a special master, an independent observer to review what the FBI seized from the Trump estate last month. The special master would separate any items that might be protected by claims of attorney-client privilege or executive privilege. The judge set a deadline on Friday for both sides in this case, Trump and the DOJ, to propose a list of candidates they want to be special master. Now, the judge also said in this ruling that DOJ cannot use these documents at all as part of its criminal investigation until this review is completed. Yeah, that's right. A judge in Florida has decided to appoint an independent observer to go through all of the documents and determine which ones are off limits to investigators. And that person is called a special master, which I'm not going to lie, when I first heard it, it sounded pretty cool. It's like Donald Trump is getting a special master. It's like, he's about to learn kung fu. I am your special master, and you don't love my students. Like, Craig, can you teach me chopsticks? And what's going to be really interesting is who they pick for this job. Because the judge gave each side until Friday to submit a list of suggestions together. So basically, the judge is going, Trump, you send us a list of who you think should review the documents. And then, like, the Justice Department, you do the same thing. And then, I guess the judge is hoping that they'll overlap. I, I don't know. I mean, like, the Department of Justice is going to submit the names of, like, former attorney generals and FBI directors, and then the list from Trump's side is going to be, like, Jared, the Hamburglar, a paper shredder on top of a toilet, you know? But, you know, once again, Donald Trump has exposed the part of America that I'm willing to bet nobody knew existed. Nobody. Like, did you know about a special master? Any of you? Huh? I didn't even know it was an option. I've watched 10 million hours of Law & Order. Subpoenas. I know about breaking the chain of custody. Objection sustained. Overruled. Sidebar. My chambers, but not once have I heard the term special master. But once again, thanks to Trump, because of his hard work and dedication to doing crimes, we all learned something new today. And I say thank you, Mr. President. Uh -huh. yeah. Good job. Yes. Her dedication to climbing.
truly an honor to be taking this job that I will be forced to resign from within a year. I'm excited to leave this nation and I'm ashamed for the terrible things that I will do that force me from office. But until that happens, I have many ideas for this country. I want to rebuild the roads. I want to expand national health care. And oh, look at that. <laughs> oh boy, there's the scandal already. It's been a privilege of a lifetime to serve you. Thanks everyone. Cheerio. Bye-bye everyone. Bye. <laughs> Let's move on to some big entertainment news. Amazon Prime Video has announced that its new Lord of the Rings prequel series is its most watched program ever. More than 25 million viewers checking out the show on its first day. Yeah, but it turns out some of those people might be hate watching. Amazon is suspending reviews of its new Lord of the Rings series on Rotten Tomatoes. It says the 72-hour hold is to make sure the reviews for Rings of Power are legit and prevent internet trolls from bringing down their score. Amazon says reviews are being dragged down by fans who are upset about the show's diverse cast, which includes black actors playing elves and dwarves. These viewers say it's unrealistic for Tolkien's creatures to be non-white. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, this is a tough one. This is a tough one. I mean, on the one hand, everyone wants diversity in the shows that we create, but on the other hand, gotta admit, it's a bit unrealistic to say that there were black people in this white guy's imagination, you know? I mean, I mean, I can get on board with a show or a world where magical creatures cast spells and fight undead armies for control of a piece of jewelry that can turn them into gods, but if those creatures have a tan, it's just not believable anymore. <laughs> This is so hypocritical. You're gonna get mad about seeing a black dwarf in Lord of the Rings, but you're fine with seeing a Kevin Hart movie. Be consistent! He's so tiny. Also, by the way, I don't understand why people are this angry. It's not like all the characters turn black. Alright? There's one black dwarf, a couple of black elves. It's not like the NBA. Calm down. You know, it's the same way people were losing their shit because of the one black guy in House of Dragons. You know, people were losing them. Oh, well, it only takes one to lower the property values, you know. The House of Dragon used to be worth 400000 Now I don't know anymore. I don't know what people are saying. People are saying that the books are supposed to be based on medieval Europe. So having black characters isn't realistic. But guys, nobody's watching Lord of the Rings for realism, okay? They're watching it because they didn't have sex in high school. That's the only reason. <laughs> Not realistic. I will say this. I will say this. Apart from the racism thing, I kind of agree. I don't think it makes sense to have black characters in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I said it. The whole series is about seeing danger 